Ken Miller. Trent Condon. Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO. And now on 106.3 FM. All right, good morning, everybody. Welcome in. Miller and Condon on a Wednesday. Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO, 106.3 on the FM dial, wherever you're listening, however you're listening. We certainly appreciate that you are as we're with you for the next couple of hours, taking you right up until, well, just a couple of minutes before noon. Uh, the BMW Des Moines guest list looks like this today. Chris Andrews from the South Point. The South Point has taken over the reins from the Golden Nugget, who for years was the first to publish uh, the betting lines on what they call the college football games of the year. There are dozens of them. Uh, and South Point put out theirs, when was it, Trent, last week? Yes. Last week. And Chris Andrews, the line maker at South Point, will join us live at the bottom of the hour, and we will um, go inside some of those numbers, see what kind of action he has seen. I remember in the, well, in the old days before the app, uh, that uh, the pros used to line up at the gold nugget on the other side of the counter Mm -hmm. and just wait for the numbers to go up on the big board and very quickly look at their power rankings and see where they thought there was some vulnerability and run to the window uh, to get down before the numbers change. So I'm anxious to talk to Chris about whether he saw some of that and which, if so, which of those games saw the most action. We had Chris on a couple of weeks ago and he mentioned that he was going to be releasing those numbers, said he was going to lay it at a touchdown. Iowa State favorite by a touchdown against Iowa in Week 2, the Cyhawk game. He did, even as we saw a couple other operators open it at 4.5 or 5. And still there, right? It, uh, or has it gone up? It's 6.5. At is... point bets. But what about, uh, boy, there's so many. I think Bet Rivers is 4.5? Yes, 4.5 there. Um, they have an adjusted number 2 at 5. You can play with the juice right. a little bit and move it there at Bet Rivers. DraftKings has that same 4.5 number, so... The numbers are out there now. You can fire at it. Mm-hmm. FanDuel has it. That was the first place that I had seen it and uh, jumped on a f- few of those, both Iowa and Iowa State ones. There's a ton of games, and that's the crazy thing, too, for Iowa State. In this unprecedented season, how many times did we see them not even listed in the games oh, of the year? I know. <laughs> Most years. And, and it would be You're maybe right. two Iowa games and nothing for Iowa State. Mm-hmm. And now it would turn into... You know, where we'd have a little fodder out of it. Well, what it would that number be? Mm-hmm. Now we have it. And it's not just Iowa, Iowa State. No. It is Iowa, Nebraska. It is Iowa State, Oklahoma State is out there. I mean, just mm-hmm. all these matchups that normally versus do not get Texas this kind of billing. Versus yes. Oklahoma. That billing's normally not there for Iowa State. It's, say it a lot. What a time to be alive. living in, right? Yes. Especially for Cyclone fans. Yes. Unprecedented. Uh, good stuff. Uh, so we'll talk to Chris Andrews in about 25 minutes. Looking forward to doing that to find out how, you know, how they did, et cetera, mm-hmm. on the PGA. And, um, have they got their NFL stuff out yet? I believe so. Yes. Well, we'll, uh, we'll pick his brain on that as well. South Point is, uh, that's where if you're, Vissen, V-S-I-N, Brent Musburger's Endeavor. He started it. Remember, if you watch Brent or listen to Brent Musburger, call the football games and period, not periodically, every single Saturday. Mm-hmm. The guy's in the desert. Um, as he would, um, you know, bring the point spread before it was, um, trendy to do, I guess. And he parlayed that into a radio network and now a TV show and hit has just taken off, man. I wonder how much that money, how much money, it was worth in the beginning, and what it's worth now. Right, oh. where initially it was just Nevada. 
Right. And that was it. And now as it continues to expand mm-hmm. and explode, it's really fun. I've been in the studios. I got to do a hit uh, a I couple times to, ago. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was really just cool being in that environment too, yeah. where we love talking sports wagering. Yeah. We do. We do it a lot on radio, and we do it weekly on a TV show for a half hour on Mediacom. Inside the numbers, you can mm-hmm. find that on Mediacom. But to do it every single day, and just to think about every angle that you take when you're on the air is all about the point spread. Every, it doesn't matter if you're talking about golf. It doesn't matter if you're talking about you know upcoming World Cup, the Olympics, you know those kind of things. It's not just about the athletic endeavor that we love. No. It's ultimately about number. the number. Because it's such a huge part of, of what we do now. It's, mm-hmm. it's just massive. Another state fell today, Connecticut, the latest to join the sports wagering craze. Uh, so Chris Andrews is going to join us at the bottom of the hour, and I am looking forward to that uh, a portion of the show. Uh, David Kaplan kicks off hour number two. Of course, it's Wednesday. That means Cappy is here. Centurion Stone of Iowa. Uh, .com, Centurion Stone. Uh, they sponsor David Kaplan on a weekly basis. He's here at 11.05. Cubs win. White Sox win. Uh, well, those two pretty big stories last night is uh, Jock Peterson was really heated up. Uh, hit a couple of bombs. Arietta gets the win. And Craig Kimball does what he has done all year long, which is remarkable. Comes in and shuts the door. The Cardinals could not field the baseball early in that game to save their lives. Three errors in the first two innings. I thought there could have been four. Carlson got away with one. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, Cappy will be here at 11.05. And then our friend John Bowenkamp uh, for a couple of reasons. Uh, and looking forward to talking to John. Of course, he... What's his blog big four iowa help me out big four hoops.com big four hoops.com and he uh, follows all of all four of the uh, local programs there was a tweet came out yesterday toward the end of our show uh john rothstein from cbs sports tweeted it and very quickly um took a lot of arrows coming back uh, his way And, and essentially it was Oh, Trent, help me out. Uh, I'm trying to get the right phrasing. Um, he, he thought that there were, he, he apparently was told that the mid-majors are going to, well, here, I've got it in front of me. Okay. Sources. Multiple mid-major programs are, multiple mid-major programs are opting to not play guarantee games against high-major programs because it gives power conference teams a free live evaluation of future players that the, who they could move up on via the transfer portal. And then this level of separation has never been greater. Well, you can watch all the games on TV. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they are able to scout these right. guys regardless. And, and, and that's one aspect of the false source report, in my opinion. The other, the, the big one, is, is the almighty dollar. Right. I think Brian Harden's going to say, eh, no, no, no. Sorry, Creighton, I, I know you'd love to bring us in, but... We're not going to because you might want to pluck right. one of our Think guys. Think if we would have gone to Kansas last year. Well, they got Yesufu. They would have taken everybody that they wanted because they would have seen him in person. They got him already. Right. Um, so we'll talk to John about that. There are some Hawkeye topics. Well, one in particular, it has to do with football, not basketball. The Maryland game, uh, Iowa game against Maryland has been moved. It is a Friday night. So the first Hawk, is it, I think it's the first Big Ten roadie, is it? It not? is, yes. That's what I thought. So, um, yeah, Indiana, mm-hmm. then Cyhawk, then Kent State, Colorado CSU, State. Yep. and then they go on the road to Maryland. And that's a Friday night game now. So what does that mean? Does that mean ESPN? Does that mean BTN? 
Uh, FS1 had some of those games. Isn't that where the Iowa-Minnesota game was last year? On a Friday night? I don't, it was, you, yeah. you could be right. I'm yeah. not saying you're not. I'm I almost positive remember. it was a FS1 for okay. the Gophers and the Hawks last year when they played on a Friday night. So, not a home game, but it is another yep. Friday game. Are they... Are they crossing out the number of times that they have to appear on these stupid things? Oh, and they'll do so on the road as opposed to the expense of a Friday night and getting the arrow shot at them at Kinnick Stadium, right? where high school football means a lot in our state. And it means a lot in every state. Yeah. You know, it's, mm-hmm, it's important everywhere. Minnesota, I think you can pull it off a little easy. Maryland... I think Maryland may be a little. I mean, I don't know. I'm just, I could be dead wrong. Because we're talking about places with huge metros where the bigger the metro, the less of that high school Mm -hmm. sports matter when you're getting into those bigger cities. So, because of that, I certainly think it makes sense. Will we ultimately see a Friday game in Kinnick? I I think that's the ultimate question. Not this year, but any time in the future. Say the next five years. Well, I I think, Trent, if they're told. I don't know if they if they have a if they can come back and say no, we're not doing that. They do have the hospital, and, and it excellent logistically point. excellent point on the day of a uh-huh. game when you have seventy thousand people descending uh-huh. in this small community with a mm-hmm. functioning hospital right next door with a kickoff at seven o'clock. Right. We know that, and that's an awful long time for everybody to assemble in Iowa City mm-hmm. and get their drink on. Parking lots, uh-huh. those kind of things. That's kind of the feather in the cap that Iowa has, where they can. I'm sure they've been asked. I, I don't think there's a doubt in anybody's mind. Would mm-hmm. you be willing to do that? If we have to, yes. But mm-hmm. this is the reason we don't want to. It, it's a little selfish. Yeah, it's a built-in excuse. But you know what? It's it's, it's valid, va- right? I think some excuses work, right? And this is an excuse I think mm-hmm. that very much does work. You know. Um, I'm glad they're doing it on the road. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. If, if they have to, if they have to play a Friday game. And so that'll be the game coming out of Colorado State. Mm-hmm. And so they'll get a short week there. And then they will get a lot of next, well, it's an extra day before they play Penn State, right? right. Host yep. Penn State. So, all right. So we know that. So how do you feel about it? Because you'll be working. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it then. I hate it now. It's selfish. It's not even selfishly. There's just something about it. Even. Even when I don't have to work, and in the past, it just Saturdays are for college football. Yeah. It's just the way that it is for me. Mm-hmm. I don't like Thursday games for the Bears either. I just don't. I yeah, it's cool when there's a big spotlight and everybody's watching your team, especially if they're playing well. But I like my routine, and maybe it's the age that is starting to catch up with me here. <laughs> but I want Fridays for high school, Saturdays for college, Sundays for the NFL trickling into money. That's how I like it. That's how I want it. Mm-hmm. But we know ultimately what I want is a little bit different than what TV pays. No, you're right. And that's uh, that's the bottom line. It's it's about the almighty dollar. So we, don't, we do know that uh, I will play Maryland and they will do so on some on one network on uh, on Friday night. All right. So let's get back to last night, Trent. Basketball. I, uh, I watched a little bit of it. I was more in tune with the baseball and the puck last night. Boy, that Carolina-Nashville game was a tremendous hockey game uh, in just an amazing atmosphere. Boy, it's fun to see full, loud stadiums again, is it not? Uh, the baseball for the Cubs. Jock Peterson, who couldn't hit to save his life in the month of April, he goes on the IL. He comes off the injured list. He's a different player. He's a different dude. Uh, a couple of home runs last night. Big Arietta was awful early, but settled down. Uh, lasted long enough to get the win, and the bullpen for the Cubs comes in and does what they've been doing for the most part all year long. Do you like the batting order they went with last night? Do you think that is their optimum? So Peterson, Bryant, Baez, Rizzo, Hap, Horner, who got hurt, right? Uh, and then Bodie. Well, obviously it'll change a little bit because Contreras didn't right. start. 
Because he's been batting leadoff some. Yeah, they, they've been dinking around here. But but Jock Peterson seemingly is the guy that's taken a hold of that leadoff spot. On base, his batting average is never beautiful. Jock Peterson, right? Mm-hmm. It just that's not who he is. He's hitting two sixty seven right now. What's he hitting in May though? Because <sighs> his his April gotta be was three thirty. He's got to be right. His yeah. April was atrocious. Peterson though is never a high average guy. Uh-huh. He's never going to be a guy. But he does have. Good on base skills. He does walk. He does mm-hmm. see some pitches. Power too. Well, no doubt about that. That's did kind of his calling. Did he win home run derby? Or uh, did, he was know, there. Yeah, I know he participated a couple of times. Right. Uh, early in his career, can he be not even full time? But well, they don't have a true leadoff guy. Right. I wonder if it's Nico Six, Horner at some point. I don't know. I don't know. Does he have the on base skills for that? I mean, there's nobody that is. Vince Coleman's not coming back. Right. We're, we're the traditional, as I think you yeah. and I think Ricky of a leadoff. Henderson. Right. Well, he was he was the his ultimate. Own. Yes. Yeah. That guy's not coming back. Uh-huh. We don't see that guy anymore in baseball. So you know, maybe, maybe the Pirates might have one. That Fraser guy's really good. Yes. He's got more hits than anybody in baseball. Does he really? Yes. I heard that on the broadcast last night. Wow. I could have given me a thousand uh, me guesses. Too. I probably wouldn't have come up. Absolutely. With it. A pirate? Really? Right. That would be the, probably the last team I would have went to in order to come up with that. I, I just There's something about Peterson, just the way that he approaches the top of the order. I mm-hmm. think it fits okay. It's not perfect. There's nobody, like you said, perfect on this roster, but he's all right in that spot. Yeah, I like him there. I like that lineup that they had. It felt, it felt just like a good lineup. And after watching this team in April, I didn't think this lineup was ever going to be good this year. No, here they are. Right. They're a game. What are they? A game or a half a game out of first place as they begin play today? They're right there at the top of the standings. They are a half game. Half back. a game back. Well, look, the White Sox did them a favor last night as they mm-hmm. picked off the Redbirds. Boy, the Cardinals—they've got some injuries in the outfield, and they've Sosa shortstop booted one in the first inning. Arnado booted one. You never see that of him. Tommy Edmond, who was forced to play right field, ball hits him right in the glove. Can't hold on to it. Did you see the Cardinals' 40-man roster right now, the outfielders, guys that are considered outfielders? No, I There's, mean, they can't have a lot. No, there isn't. There's eight guys that are considered outfielders on mm-hmm. their 40-man roster right now. They only have three that are healthy, that That's can even play. Bonkers. This isn't the 26-man major league. This is the 40-man roster. These are the guys that go up and down. Yeah. You only have three. I can't remember a major league team that's had that. Mm. Three healthy outfielders total on your 40-man roster. It's just it's unthinkable right now. The Cardinals... Are not going well. Things are cracking, but I'm not yeah. overly concerned. No, I'm not either. Because Flaherty suffered his first loss of the year last night, and again, mm-hmm. his team, his defense let him down. Uh, it was the the game itself. I mean, I was pretty pumped up to watch Giolito uh, go up against Flaherty last night, and it didn't turn out to be what we thought it was going to be. I mean, two high school former high school teammates getting a chance to play each other due to interleague play. Hey, I love the broadcast. Boy, oh boy, Steve Stone. He mentioned it yesterday. You know what? You're right. I think that this is the best uh, color analyst uh, in, in the game. The way he sees things ahead of time. I mean, there's always guys. You know, Tim McCarver to an extent was good. I think it's I think it's pitchers and catchers maybe have the best. I don't know, not psychic abilities, <laughs> but you know what I mean. They they kind of see the game ahead of the game, mm-hmm. uh, what, the, what the, how they think it's going to unfold, what pitch should be called, what pitch should be thrown, what the, where the defense should be set up based on where the where the uh, catcher said. There's so many things that go into it, and Stoney's so damn good. And yet we have our national broadcast on Sunday night. We have Alex Rodriguez. Yeah, who's uh, yeah. he's just bad, right? 
Jessica Mendoza propped him up. I agree with you. There was there was a, an, a, an occurrence, and I get, you know what? If you have a live mic in front of you, you're going to say a whole bunch of Captain Obvious stuff, right? Guilty. Everybody is. Everybody that talks into one of these things is guilty. So bases are loaded 2-2. Two, two. We don't want to go 3-2 here. Really? <laughs> Let me hang on a second. I'm going to rewind that. I'm going to write that down and save it for Monday's show. Uh, Smoltz is terrific. Yes. Smoltz is outstanding. He's going to be here. Did you know that? No. He's playing in the... Pr- so I didn't either. Um, Heather was voice tracking her bus, mm-hmm. uh, her bus shift, and she mentioned that John Smoltz, because Principal Charity Classic is uh, is next week, uh-huh. and apparently John Smoltz, who is a tremendous golfer, tremendous golfer, we were in spring training, I don't know what year it was, 97, we happened to be at the same golf course in the afternoon in Florida as Glavin, Maddox, and Smoltz. It's pretty good. Pretty good is right. So it must have been West Palm Beach because at the time the uh, the Cardinals were still there. Were they? They must have been. But anyways, these guys and, and the money, the stories that the people in the pro shop would tell it when we realize who this group is that's just gone off to ahead of us. In, uh, the the big three for for the Bravos and the money that they they're here every day apparently and that's they've got a, they're they're pitching that day, so but point being is Smoltz isn't that he's not new to the game he's been um, you know working on his game for a long time and he's going to be on the senior tour next week in Des Moines yeah that's cool I I saw uh, Scott Reister he's got a, a article up on it at KCCI, KCCI yeah so that's awesome I mean. Would it hurt him to stop by maybe here after an early Trent, be- maybe the best interview I ever did. Most You've accommod- said that. And it's absolutely true. The most accommodating major league player at spring training, and I interviewed dozens of them, uh, and it's not even close. There's some other good ones, don't get me wrong, but John Smoltz was, Eric Karros was really good. These guys end up being broadcasters. Mm-hmm. But Smoltz was just fantastic. Well, I I'm sure you still got his phone number, right? Just give him a call. No, well, I was, did it on the field. Uh, I did it behind the... Um, yeah, we were out on the field. You remember 25 Disneyland. years ago? It had to be the first year that they moved to uh, Disney. Is it Disney World or is it Disney? What's in Orlando? World. Disney World. Okay. Yes. That's where the Braves now train. That's where their spring training complex is. And it was the very first year that they were there. Smoltz was terrific. Glad he's coming here. Um, and it's a great boost for the Principal Charity Classic. No we, um, like, like a lot of events. Had to, unfortunately, take 2020 off. But they're back uh, this year. And we hope... Uh, for the weather to cooperate right. and for the crowds. Let's hope they make a lot of money and raise a lot of money, more importantly, for the charities uh, that they contributed. They're so, so important to what uh, happens here in central Iowa. Uh, so baseball, I, I didn't see your twins. What happened? I didn't watch much of it either. Mm-hmm. I was watching NBA. I, I was there from time to time. Brios was good. Yep. And it's just a collection of dudes right now. I mean... Mm-hmm. They have converted middle infielders playing center field. It's mm. the injuries have piled up in such a way. But they got the right team in the other dugout. They do for, and for then, now. Oh, and they, and they play him. Didn't you say they play Baltimore, Kansas City, Kansas City, Baltimore, Baltimore Kansas, Kansas City. City? Yeah, that's so, the. They're two day games down. They're two and zero of this thirteen game stretch. Mm-hmm. If they go ten and three, even nine and four, maybe we can talk about them. Again. Right. But until then. You just got to win. It, you dug yourself such a hole. Mm-hmm. It's seemingly impossible. We, we did the math. Was it last week? Or if they played 600 baseball the rest of the way. I mean, that's a long stretch to play yeah. 600 baseball. Right. And even then, I think they would have ended up at 87 wins. You know, the White Sox winning, 
less than yeah, 88 you games? Your fingers and I don't that, think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. The way they're going. And they get to play the Tigers uh-huh. and now the Indians <laughs> right. without Reyes, the lineup that they already have, and now you take that bat away. They get to play Kansas City, and they get to play the Twins on top of it. Are they are they as good at the White Sox as everybody else in the East? Maybe not. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Win your division, take your shot, and, well, the Cardinals can tell you. Go 83-79 and 79 and win a World Series. And it's happened to them before, has it not? And that team, that White Sox team, come October? It'll look different than the one we see today. All right, so let's do this, Trent. You, I have not cheated. I have not looked. I did not see your tweet yesterday afternoon that apparently. Would you unfollow me or something? No, I. I, I what? So what time did you tweet this? Because I'm a Twitteraholic. I know you are. That's. I, I was shocked when, uh, right as the music has started to play today, right. I Doing said our show prep. Yes, <laughs> I said. You saw the over under win totals for Iowa Iowa State for football this year. No, I said I tweeted them so. Oh, Ken Miller does still follow me. Okay, there it is. I know I did. I, uh, nah, 3.10 yesterday afternoon. So I don't know what I was doing at 3.10. Uh, well, I took the night off my Bet Rivers account. You did? I just licking my wounds. Yeah. These these guys, uh, so I'm playing against a bunch of guys from the eastern part of the state. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm getting crushed. And I'm the Canadian. <laughs> right. And they're having fun with you, too. Yeah, they are. They're, they're starting to hashtag. They are. They are. But I've got a trophy, so I can... Anyways. <laughs> but So I just took the night off. So maybe that's why I didn't see them. Oh, gotcha. Because I didn't go on my DraftKings. Mm-hmm. I did not go on my Bet Rivers um, uh, account, my app that I so proudly installed last weekend. <laughs> Look out. Um, so I don't know. I have no idea what the totals are. And these are at DraftKings, you said? These are at DraftKings. Yeah, that's where you can find them. So if you are a DraftKings customer, one, we thank you for that. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, we are proud supporters yes, we are. of DraftKings. It's a wonderful app. It really is. Yep. It, it is slick. It works incredibly well. It's fast, and it has so many offerings, which ultimately is a great thing, too. Iowa State, basically, they released, I think, almost everybody. It might have been everybody in college football mm. at the at the FBS level. So take a stab. Uh, who do you want me to take a stab at first? Let me get the schedule up in front of me first. Okay. okay all right. The first one, here we go. I've got uh, Iowa State. This is regular season games only. Right. No championship, Correct. no bowl games. This is the 12 scheduled games that you have. Um, there, see, I think, I think eight and a half is the right number, but they probably went nine. You're still low. Really? It's nine and a half. Holy mackerel. Iowa State's over under is nine, nine and a half. Nine and a half. A summer thing that we have done for years. Try to get to six wins. <laughs> we play that game. Yeah. Another one, combined win total for Iowa yes. and Iowa State. And sometimes that number was nine and a half because well, Iowa State's probably two, two and a half. Yeah. And Iowa's maybe six and a half. That's a great point. And here they are themselves at nine and a half the win total. So in order for you to cash a ticket, yep. they have to go ten and two. Mm-hmm. Something they've never done before. Right. They have never. Nine is the high watermark. They have never got to where the operators are putting the number for Iowa State football. So obviously they've got them beating. Well, you got two losses. You can play with them. Oklahoma, -hmm. Oklahoma, they'll be a dog, as we know. Yep. Um, Are they favored in the rest of their games? They are. How about that? They're favored in 11 of their 12 football games. How about that? Unthinkable. (laughs) It's amazing. Good for them, man. That's so great for them. And more importantly, the fan base. Uh, so nine, nine and a half. Nine the, and a half. All right, so Iowa isn't that high. No. Um, eight? 
Higher still. Eight and a half? It is eight and a half. Well, I like the fact they put a hook on it. Right. I, I wish that there would be a hook on all of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, you want a, you, you want a decision, right? You know, I don't. You've, you've kept my money all season long. Either keep it or give me my money back plus the money that I win. I don't just want to push. Push are stupid. Yeah, they are. They really are. Just play with the juice more than anything, and they yeah. do that. And that'll be something that we will see change, I'm going to guess, on these numbers. Oh, wow. Nine and a half. Nine and a half. Eight and a half. So what's Oklahoma? I did. I didn't tweet oh, that okay. out. I, I know that's out there. I, I can pull it up here, but I'm going to guess they're probably what ten and a half. Ten. Yeah. I mean, that's got to be a big, big number for them because they're going to be favored in every game. That so they have. what is there? What's Oklahoma? Does Oklahoma have a marquee non-con this year? Nebraska. Nebraska. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I love the matchup. I wish Nebraska was like Nebraska of old when they get set to play Oklahoma. Better on the jerseys than anything. All right, here we go. I agree, yeah. Oklahoma. Oklahoma's a big number. Ten and a half? Eleven. All right. Ohio State also 11. Mm -hmm. So a couple of big ones there. Uh, Talking about the juice, though. Juice has already been adjusted in a lot of these ones. Let's find Iowa and Iowa State again. Um, How about this? Iowa State, over nine and a half. The juice that started at minus 110, meaning mm-hmm. you have to bet 110 mm-hmm. to win 100, yep. is now up to minus 141. That means Jesus. they are seeing an onslaught of Iowa State right. over, over money. Mm-hmm. They can't get a bet on the under. They can't. You can get plus money on the under. You can bet and, and get plus 112 right. on something that... That's never happened before. And I got news for you. The DraftKings app just doesn't work in Story County. <laughs> though, though Jefferson is very close up there. Yes. That's wild. That's crazy, Trent. Uh, not much juice movement on the Iowa. In fact, it's minus 113 on both sides of that one. Interesting. Well, we're going to do a lot more of this coming up with Chris Andrews from South Point. Again, they really, that's crazy. Nine and a half and minus 141. I think it's a good number. I think it's a good number. Obviously, the Iowa game is huge when you factor that into Oklahoma game. And geez. you know what? I could see why people are taking the over. You look at I that schedule. I can absolutely see it. Mm-hmm. You and I, you beat Iowa. You uh, and LV, that's three at Baylor. Okay, maybe a little tricky. Kansas at K-State, Oklahoma State's at home. West Virginia, I think they're going to be better. I don't think they're Iowa State good. Home to Texas at Texas Tech, mm, Oklahoma TCU. You heard I it there. See, I can see why people are betting over nine and a half wins. Ken Miller just said that Iowa State's a lock for eleven. No, I didn't say that, <laughs> but I, you know what? If I if I had to bet a hundred dollars today, you'd be on the over. I think I would be on the over. Wow, I think I would be on the over. I uh, will be with Chris Andrews next. You know what we're going to do right now? Though we're going to give you a thousand dollars. Now you don't have to bet bet it. You can do it if you want. Do whatever you want with it if you win it. Try to double it. There you go. It's time for another $1,000 home run. Do you have a home run queued up? Jose drills this ball through the night sky, and it is fair. A two-run rocket for a 7-2 lead. How about the fans in the background when he stepped Uh in the back? MVP, MVP. 
Good game last night. Didn't live up to it, but uh, again, the Cardinals just couldn't feel the baseball. It was it was, it was embarrassing uh, for the Cardinals, at least early in that baseball game. Good win for the Cubbies. So Cappy coming up, a lot of Chicago conversation in about 35 minutes. Chris Andrews' next keyword of the day is? Today, it is Wednesday, correct? It is. Trip is our keyword. KXNO.com. Enter the keyword trip. Your chance at $1,000. This is the final week of this promotion. Trip at KXNO.com. Chris Andrews next. Miller and Condon till noon. 1460 KXNO 106.1. Hi, welcome back. 1460 KXNO. Did you see what CBS did on Sunday? Speaking of Neil Young, who this bump music is. No. So it's one point during the, the PGA broadcast, CBS bumped back into their coverage from commercial play um, by playing Old Man. Oh, really? <laughs> old Man. Take... That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, well done, right? Yes. Uh, Chris Andrews, South Point. He joins us. I love these conversations. We were fortunate enough for a long time to talk to our friend Jason Symbol, former colleague of mine, or Matt Holt. Uh, but now Chris Andrews sits in here, and we take a look at some of the games of the year. Chris, it's great to speak with you. Trent Condon, Ken Miller, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Doing pretty well. Chris, before we get into it, i got to tell you, I was in Vegas a couple of weeks ago. I uh, stayed at Delano, and, of course, Mandalay Bay connected to it. Chris, I was blown away. I was there a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. If I didn't know better, I, Vegas is back, right? I mean, maybe not to the extent that it was, but for an early week crowd, I was really impressed by how many people were there. And the convention business isn't back, isn't back at least the best of my knowledge, anywhere close to what it normally is at this point. But there was a lot of people there. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I know our numbers, and uh, they're strong. So uh, I could speak for the South Point. I can't speak for anybody else. But, uh, you know, our numbers have been great. Um, I don't know if we're sold out uh, on a, a daily basis, but I know we're sold out this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're gonna, yeah, we're we're back. But you're right, the conventions aren't there, aren't there yet. But I think probably every convention city in the country sure. is having the same problem. But uh, yeah, we're we're doing okay. We've uh, listen. This town, I've been around a long time. This town always figures it out. And right <laughs> now, one of the big things is there's a big push from everyone in the industry to either get all your employees uh, mm. vaccinated or to have continuous COVID tests, either, uh, like I can tell you, the South Point, we're doing it twice a month. If you're not vaccinated, you have to go and get tested at least twice a month to prove that you're not uh, carrying the virus. Well, that goes a lot of way with the folks that come to visit, just that knowledge. Yes, that, it does. Uh, absolutely. So I remember when the Gold Nugget used to put out their lines, uh, their games of the year, there would be a line, and I'm, you know, as long as you've been there, you're well aware of that, and everybody looks at their power rankings and compares before they attack it. When you guys put them up on the big board, did you have a crowd waiting to um, express their opinion with their bankroll at the counter? Well, you know, that's what we want. Uh, yeah, we had uh, our guys in and you know, the usual suspects every year. Um, so they, that first hour was pretty crazy. A lot of, <laughs> lot of moves. Yeah. Um, we really kind of slowed down after that. And I got to say, this year, we had less guys betting than in years past. And I don't know why. Hmm. Well, I think I do know why. But I put up a bunch of games. I think 101 or 102 games. Although some of the, somebody reported 97. 
but I'm sure it's, I'm pretty sure it's 102. Uh, but I think a lot of people, myself included, it was hard to make evaluations because the last year was just so yeah. weird. You had a lot of, um, you know, a lot of guys staying. You know, they didn't lose a year of eligibility. Some teams played a really sporadic schedule. Uh, the transfer portal was unbelievably active. Uh, so I think there was a lot of confusion in the market. And like I said, including myself in making these numbers, but I really wanted to do it. And, uh, you know, the response was good, but not as much as in years past. The, you know, those were awfully heated. And th- this one was was hot, but not uh, red hot, I would say. And that's something like with Iowa State, as we're going to get into the Cyclones in Iowa here in a moment with you, Chris, is they returned 20 starters. But returning 20 yeah. starters is so different than most years returning 20 starters because you look around and I was flipping through an Athlon the other day and it felt like everybody had 18 or more starters mm-hmm. coming back. So, <laughs> I mean, that just takes that evaluation to another level. But we talked about it, Chris, while Ken was in Vegas and you came on with me. You were going to lay the Iowa State game at 7. I told you you were crazy. <laughs> you did. You told me we're open for business. I love that line. And you're open now at six and a half. So tell us a little bit about the betting angle. You put that number up, and I saw a report that you had with covers with Patrick over there who said uh, you just took one bet initially. So feel pretty confident with your number sitting right now. Cyclones favored by six and a half. Well, you know, a college game moving half a point isn't, uh, mm-hmm. you know, doesn't mean you really blew it with the number. Right. You know? So we had one bet on a guy taking the seven. Uh, but, uh, we had a couple, I had one guy in particular that bet against Iowa state in a couple games. Uh, and I have them rated really high. I love, I love the coach. I love the program and what it's done the last couple of years. I think it's a whole new Iowa state, you know, the whole program, I think is pointed in the right direction. And I think they're going to be really, really good this year. I think they're really good last year. Uh, so I have a lot of confidence in them, but of course, when you put up numbers, and it's so funny, I always think about this old bookmaker I worked for when I first got to Vegas, and he says, I'm going to put up a line so good, nobody's going to bet. I'm thinking to myself, Why? well, I don't think that's what you want to do. <laughs> you know? I mean, I, the last thing you want is everybody saying, boy, this bookmaker is really sharp. I don't want to bet into his line. No, you want them saying, what an idiot. I'm going to go in and try to take the money off of this clown. You know, so... uh we had a few guys doing that, but, uh, you know, it's a, it's a good exercise. We, we, we wrote some pretty good business and, uh, you know, people aren't afraid to share their opinions, uh, and back them with their bankroll. And that's, that's what happened. Uh, you know, I, when I saw, I saw, obviously I looked at Cyhawk and then I jumped all the way to rivalry Saturday, the, the, or the rivalry week. It actually begins on Black Friday, of course, here locally with uh, Iowa and Nebraska playing, uh, the Apple Cups out there, of course, the Iron Bowl the next day. Uh, what, what kind of, um, you know, jumped off the page to me is a lot of these games might not be close. These rivalry games that we think are back and forth, and they obviously may end up being that way. Uh, but some big numbers: Iron Bowl twelve. Uh, of course, uh, Georgia Tech is a big line. Uh, what else? Ohio State, no surprise favorite. Almost a couple of touchdowns for Michigan. So let's go to Ohio State, Michigan. Were you able to keep the Buckeyes at thirteen, or did you see any play on that one? No, I'm still at 13, and it's funny. That was one that uh, Jimmy Vaccaro, my consigliere, we talked about that afterwards. Boy, nobody really – everybody's kind of staring at that number, and I thought there'd be something one way or the other. Mm-hmm. But uh, we barely got touched. Now, I, you know, listen, you get some of these limit bets from 
some of the sharp guys, and you have a ton of respect for it. But we had a lot of guys coming in betting a hundred bucks, two hundred bucks, maybe five hundred, even. You know, and uh, so we have action on the game, but really not enough to move that number. So we've we've stayed pat at thirteen there. Iowa State uh, talked about the Cyhawk line. I saw one of the biggest moves where you started the Iowa Texas game. That was a double figures. Are you guys at a yeah. touchdown now for Iowa State favored in that one? A lot of Texas money, I'm going to guess. Yeah, a lot of Texas money showed up, and um, you know, one of the, listen, they got a new coach. You're looking for a new quarterback. Um, you know, one of the things that I've said for years and years is the, all these coaches sound great on the way in. <laughs> they don't sound so great on the way out. And if you just blindly bet against every new coach in all these big programs, you, you'll come out ahead at the end of the year. And uh, listen, Sarkeesian, you know, he's had, you know, up and down success, let's yeah. say, as a head coach. Uh, you know, he re- rehabilitated his reputation with Nick Saban. I think working with Saban can do that for a lot of guys. Just ask Wayne Kiffin. Hmm. Uh, so I'm not sure about him and the, the program. I think Texas is going to be down a little bit this year, and uh, people took Texas against Iowa State, and, and I have no trouble with them taking that position. Uh, Texas-Oklahoma, of course, the Red River rivalry, uh, that comes up, what, second week in October, uh, and you had that game, what, I had it in front of me a minute ago. Um, what, do you, what do you have that number at? Oh, gosh. Oh, there it is, nine. Oklahoma, Oklahoma, nine. Uh, Oklahoma, are they head and shoulders above anybody for as far as when you were, uh, you know, power ranking the Big 12? I mean, obviously not head and shoulders above Iowa State, you wouldn't think. Uh, but right. is Texas that far below Oklahoma? Well, it's funny. It's one of those games where, yeah, I think Oklahoma is much, much better than Texas. But Texas plays them tough every mm-hmm. single year. And uh, it's kind of a joke I have with my uh, my compatriots. It's, a, it's like an annual rite of fall. Well, this time of spring is me overrating Oklahoma. <laughs> I do it almost every year. And I don't know if this year is going to be it or not, but I actually have Oklahoma, uh, my second highest ranked team in the country, just behind Alabama. About four or five points worse than Alabama. I think even six now that I'm thinking about it. But, uh, but I have them the second ranked team in the country, but – you know, Texas can always, always play them tough. And, uh, you know, we kind of laughed about it. Oklahoma's going to be a big favorite in that game, and Texas is going to probably go in there and beat them. Mm-hmm. Well, um, knowing what you do now, after you posted the lines and you've seen some action for a couple of weeks, what do you think that team is this year that maybe you overrated? Oh, I have a couple I've kind of overrated. Uh, you know, Iowa State, you know, people disagree with how good I I think they are. But, you know, I'm, I'm going to let it play out because I, I – Still pretty confident in that team. Uh, a couple others I overrated, uh, according to the betters. Right. North Carolina, uh, Miami, Florida, both teams, uh, which I think are going to be exceptionally tough this year. Uh, I overrated Central Florida, uh, again, according to the betters. Mm-hmm. And uh, those are three that kind of jump out at me. A couple that I underrated. LSU was one that I underrated. I'm still, I'm not convinced I'm wrong about that one either. Uh, but there's a couple out there. Listen, and like I said, you don't you don't want everybody to agree with the bookmaker. You want them all to disagree with you, sure. so they come in and uh, show up with their money. Firing on both sides. Well, final one from me on college football. Uh, saw that DraftKings here in the state of Iowa they opened up their over under win totals for college football. I know you have NFL out. Do you have your college win totals out yet uh, for spe- specifically, of course, Iowa and Iowa State? 
Well, I don't yet. I, I had hoped to get them done by this Friday, but I got to tell you, I, I'm, I'm not going to be able to do it. I've just been way too busy, uh, mostly with uh, with the games that I put out last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to try to get them up as soon as I can. I've got two conferences done. I'm going to throw a little bit of a different wrinkle. I try to do something a little different every year. Uh, this year, I'm just going to use conference games. Oh, uh, that's interesting. Because, I like that. Well, you know, I, for a couple reasons. First of all, it's hard to evaluate some of these teams. You know, they're FCS teams. Mm-hmm. You know, listen, it's hard enough doing the power, you know, the power teams. Uh, but I'm going to do conference games only. I'm also still afraid of COVID in a lot of ways. And I think if any games do get canceled, I think they'll do their best to play mm-hmm. all the conference yeah. games, the entire schedule. So a little bit of a different wrinkle. Like I said, a couple reasons for doing that, but that's what I'm going to do this year. And I hope to have them out. You know, I would say within a week, but I'm going to do them as soon as I can. But I'm still working on them. There's still there's a lot of work to do. A couple more minutes, Chris Sanders from South Point. We'll let you go. Did Phil Mickelson was that good for you guys, or did you get beat up? Oh, we didn't get beat up. We lost a little bit, but not much. You know, Phil's always a real popular golfer, but uh, you know, like probably like most of the world, I don't I don't think many people had much confidence in him. Right. Uh, you know, before the tournament, now everybody's kicking themselves in. But we shouldn't because he has been playing pretty well. Do you know the? Uh, do you but, remember the biggest tickets you wrote as far as money wise? You know, I had them at two hundred to one. I mean, I got a couple of bets. I don't think I had even fifty bucks at gotcha. two hundred to one. I wow. mean, for a bit one bet, I had a bunch of fives, tens, twenties, stuff like that. Little betters. So I know those guys very well. I'm one of those guys, Chris. Hey, uh, final thing for me as we look here, you got the NBA, the NHL playoffs going on. You know, you've seen the boom of hockey there in Vegas with the Golden Knights. Yeah. I'll be rooting against your team here this evening with the Minnesota Wild. But what has that meant for hockey and hockey betting? It has has it really changed outside of people that just want to bet on the local team? Is there a lot more interest overall in the NHL playoffs? A ton, yeah. When I first got to, uh, to Las Vegas for the second time, you know, I've been here well, third time, let's say. Uh, so it was 2016. And I had to fight with my supervisors every day. That, you know, you got to have hockey on the screens. You got to yeah. put it up. Mm-hmm. And we'd put it up, and I'd hear from customers, nobody's watching this game. Why don't you put something else? <laughs> no, no, no. But now we have hockey on the big screen continuously, and not just when the Knights are playing. Of course, that always brings in the biggest crowd. But hockey betting has grown exponentially in the last five, six years. Uh, and, you know, Knights, obviously, a real big part of it. But I think people have been uh, exposed to the game. It's just a great, great game. I grew up with in Pittsburgh, so I, I've always loved hockey. But I think a lot of other people are being exposed to it, love love the game itself, and love betting on it. Yeah, I was at T-Mobile a couple of weeks ago, saw the Lanch and the, and the night. What an experience, yeah. incredible experience. Last thing uh, uh, to the NFL. I know you've got uh, some of your stuff up. What teams are you? Well, let's do the overrated again. Uh, who did uh, who have the betters attacked what you've put up and maybe uh, that you underrated? And who potentially have you overrated according to the uh, guys that bet on these games? Well, one of your teams, which is kind of a local team, the Vikings, getting a lot of play to the over. And I think a lot – well, first of all, the Vikings, you know, I think they're a pretty viable team. We've got to see what happens with them. They've been kind of in and out the last couple of years. But if Rodgers doesn't play for, for the Packers, I think that's suddenly two games where uh, you know people feel that uh, the Vikings would have a much better shot of winning, whereas, you know, were it uh, the full-strength Packers with Rodgers to be – significant underdogs in Green Bay 
and probably a reasonable dog at home, too. And now if it's Jordan Love, they'll probably be favored in both those games. So a lot of money did show on the Vikings over. I opened at nine under, I want to say, a dollar forty or so, and now I'm nine under a dollar twenty. So that that's actually a pretty big move in uh, NFL season win totals. Chris Andrews from the South Point. Chris, I love these segments. Thank you for doing this for us. We will impose on you again. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> Always a pleasure, guys. Good no to talk to you. Thank you, Chris Andrews from the South Point. Again, if you go to Vegas, it's kind of removed from the Strip a little mm-hmm. bit. It's, it's south, south of the Strip. South of the Strip. Yeah, the it, South Point. But if you go and you, and you take your wife, um, I'll guarantee there's a pretty good chance that that um, outlet malls, mm-hmm. it's right across the street. It is. You can walk there. I walk there because I, I usually stay at the South Point. Tara's doing the shopping. Yep. You're over firing. All day long. It's, it's, it's a really good property. It's really cool. It is. And the VEASAN studios are right there. Right beside it. Yep. And it's open air. You can, mm-hmm. it's plexiglass. So you can see in there. So you see... Brent Musburger doing his radio yep. show, and you're just watching. It's awesome. It's really, really cool. It's a fun place to be. They got the dollar hot dog stand right next to it. Yeah. You can grab yourself if you're getting beat up. At least you can get a dollar hot dog and, and try to do better on the next game. Uh, we'll come back. We will uh, wrap up our number one a good segment. Thank you to Chris Andrews. Really enjoyed that uh, with uh, with Chris from the South Point. Again, uh, if you're in Vegas for a few days and your strip's getting to you a little bit, mm-hmm. Jump in an Uber or a cab, and off you go to the... Did I tell you my cab driver story from when I first no. got to... That's not a bad story. It's just where you landed, right? So I um, I got to Vegas, and I don't like taking an Uber from the airport because I have trouble finding them. Gotcha. I you got to be in that specific yeah, spot. Yeah, I'm excited to get checked in and get get you know get into the action, right? Mm-hmm. So I just jump in the cab line. I jumped in the cab, and you know, a little small talk, and... Would you like me to make any stops on the way to the hotel? Ah! And I was going to make him say it, because <laughs> I know what he meant. Uh-huh. Well, what, what are you talking about? Well, would you, you've had a long trip. Would you like me to stop and uh, maybe you can pick up some cannabis? <laughs> it's a different Is this world. a trick question? Of course! What are you, Let's a cop? go! Step on it! What are you, a cop? <laughs> you can be a cop. It's all fine there. It's, it's all fine there. It's unbelievable. Miller and Condon, till noon. 1460 KXNO 106. Brooke, Illinois. Ball is still alive. Into the net. And a goal for Akeny Centennial. And it's senior Grace Metter on senior night. Putting the Jags back up by two. Play of the day brought to you by CISN. CISN.tv where you can find live local high school sports all season long. Soccer call there from Ankeny Centennial as the Jags go on for the victory. Hunter Phillips on the call. Softball starts up this week starting this evening. Newton up at Ankeny Centennial and then on Friday, it'll be a doubleheader with Urbandale, also at Ankeny Centennial. All the action, all season long, CISN.TV. When uh, are you uh, out doing your thing as far as high school baseball? I will be back tonight. You can hear Ankeny Centennial again. A lot of Jaguar love this evening. They'll be in Johnston as I'll make my way up to see the defending champions in Class 4A. Jags, Dragons tonight, 7 o'clock first pitch. And it's a JV varsity doubleheader, so... I will not have to worry about a 8 first pitch as opposed to yeah, you a were, schedule to 7 late o'clock. on, was it Monday? It was Monday, yeah. 
Turned into a late one. Got home just shy of 11.30. Well, good for you. I know you love it. It's a yes. passion of yours. Boy, high school sports really picking up some interest here. Let's see what Channel 13 is doing. Yeah, they're what, five, six Five games? or six, yeah. I think. A handful of them. Got good for them. Mm-hmm. More exposure is good for these kids to hear their names and see themselves on television. Uh, quite a thrill for them. Of course, KXNO is going to do what we do and have done for years here, and that's cover a whole pile of games. On Friday nights, Joe Stacy and I believe Lawful Holst will be back to doing that and you'll be doing your thing for mm-hmm. uh cisn and doing uh chiming in with the boys here so yep good stuff and it'll be here before we know it i keep mm-hmm. saying that and i want to believe it but it will okay and we get the extended stanley cup playoffs nba playoffs i watched a lot of nba last night Did I, you? I was back and forth i was invested i thought the clippers were going to come out last night and play at least in the first half on fire yeah. quite it nobody right. all showed up right just Doncic is something. He isn't is awesome. It? My God. And LeBron and AD and mm-hmm. just doing their thing. Is, is it? This is crazy to say, but I, and I think I said it last year during the playoffs too. It seems like as Davis goes, the Lakers go. Yeah, it, it feels it's, that doesn't way, doesn't it? Because LeBron is not a guy that goes off for forty. He just isn't. He's going to facilitate. Uh-huh. He's going to have nearly a triple double. It's not, you know, what we see with Russell Westbrook, but he's going to have. 26, 7, and 9. I mean, that's seemingly every single game he does that kind of thing. But AD, you saw game one. He's awful. He was really, really good. He was locked in last night. You could tell from the get-go. I thought it was, as we said yesterday, maybe not a must-win, but you feel like that team's going to win four out of five had they lost last night? Mm. Uh, And they didn't. Anyways, uh, hour two coming up. Guess who we started with? Yes, David Kaplan will join us. Cubs, Sox. Bears conversation with the cap man. He joins us to kick off our two Centurion Stone sponsors. John Bowenkamp coming up as well. Miller and Condon with you until noon on 1460 KXNO 106.3 FM.